Hey, fam. Hello, hello, hello. Family, it's been a minute, but I'm coming here with a banger in the name of Jesus, okay? So, let's just get right into this word, family. Let's get right into it. So, family, the Holy Spirit has brought it and placed it within me that some of you are praying very selfish prayers. Your prayers are very selfish. You are praying for, you're asking for blessings that will help you succeed. But what about the kingdom? You know, what about the kingdom? Like the Lord is saying, the Lord is speaking and he says, if I bless you with these things, how will you feed my sheep? How will you feed my sheep if I give you these blessings or do you just want the blessings or do you want them to feed my sheep? Says the Lord. So, family, it's a couple things I want to bring to y'all. And then we're going to be out. You know, we're going to be out. So, let's go to Luke Luke 22. Um, Luke 22. And let's start at verse 31. Um, and it says, Simon, Simon, this is Jesus. It's in a red, so you know it's a breakthrough. Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift each of you like wheat, but I have pleaded in prayer for you, Simon, that your faith should not fail. So when you have repented and turned to me again, strengthen your brothers and sisters. And family, I want you to take a step back and I want you to look over your life. And I want you to see where Satan has tried to sift you, where he has very much sifted you. You feel me? He 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 sifted you. Is it in your health? Is it in your finances? Is it in your relationships? Is it with family members? Is it where has he sifted you as we at? Right? Because that is where Jesus had pleaded that you keep the faith. Do you hear what your sis is speaking today in the name of Jesus? Go back and look at those things. But, and then this is what the Lord said. He said, but I've pleaded for you that your faith should not fail. So when you have repented and turned to me again, strengthen your brothers and sisters. There's a time that you got to take a step back and you have to be in a repentive state with the Lord. And, and, and you, you got to plead out to the Lord to come help you, come save you, come do this work within you so you can succeed. But after the Lord has gave you your strength, you are to go strengthen your brothers and sisters. That's what the word of God says. It says, then you go back and you strengthen your brothers and sisters. You don't go and boast and throw your blessings in your brothers and sisters' faces, but you go and you strengthen them. You go tell them how Jesus has gave you new strength, how you have pleaded with him, how you have been in this pit and you have been saying, Lord, if you just let me out, I will give you the glory. Then it's time, once you get out that pit, To go glorify him in the name of Jesus. Don't get these blessings of the Lord and then forget where you came from. You go to Deuteronomy chapter 8 and that talks about once you get these blessings, don't you forget about the Lord. That's what it says, right? But I want to talk to you even on a deeper level about something the Lord had placed within me. And he, he said to me, cause you know, me and the Lord, we be having our talks and he was, he said to me, he was like, you know, 
when you gave me your yes, so he's telling me, he was speaking to me. He said, when I gave him my yes, right, I put myself on the back burner. Mm, let me tell you again. When I gave the Lord my yes, I had to put Jade on the back burner. It was no longer about me, but it was about the Lord. It was about the sheep. It's not about Jade no more. Even when I receive these blessings, they are the blessings to show the sheep. It is not about me. And you know, it took me some time to get it. (laughs) But by the power of God, I got it. It's not that the Lord was saying, I don't want you to care about yourself. But he says, I want you to go feed my sheep. I want you to love the sheep as you love yourself. I want you when you see my people, when you see my people, I want you to um see me. I want you to see you. You get what I'm saying? That's what the Lord is speaking. He He's not saying, oh, I'm going to give you these blessings so then you can just go be flashy. But no, I want you to go and strengthen my people. I want you to tell them that they that I hear them. I want you to be a representative for what I have done in your life to my sheep. I want you to go strengthen them. I want you to go tell them that I hear them. I see their cries. That's what it's about. That's what the Lord means by putting yourself on the back burner. It's not about, Lord, I want this, 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 and that. But it's, Lord, how can I glorify you? You got to lay everything out. And you got to say, Lord, first you got you to gotta get the work within you. You got to get the work going within you. But once that work is within you, now it's time to show it off. That's all the Lord wants. He wants to He wants you to be his light. He wants you to shine with, with darkness all around. He wants you to be the light. He don't want you to try to impress the darkness. He doesn't want that. And, and to break it down a little bit farther, it's be, I'll say it like this. A lot of times we'll hear people say, oh, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. But you can't identify a tree by its fruits. Yes, you could be very much blessed. Okay? You, I'm not going to say that you ain't blessed. But are your blessings a distraction? Is, is is your blessings really something that's this disguise to take your focus off the Lord? That's what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Who's the one doing the blessings here? Because you got to remember when Jesus w- was tempted in the wilderness, did the enemy not? Try to offer him everything if he would bow down to him. If Jesus would bow down to the enemy, did he not do that in the in, in the wilderness? So I have to say that to say this. Who is the one who offered you all these things? You get what I'm saying? Who has blessed you with these things? You know? So I wanna um let's go to John. Chapter 21. And let's go to verse 15. It says, After breakfast, Jesus asked Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, Peter replied. You know I love you. Then feed my lambs, Jesus told him. Jesus repeated the question, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, Peter said. You know I love you. Then take care of my sheep. Jesus said a third time, 
Jesus, wait, I'm sorry. Jesus said a third time, a third time he asked him, sorry, Lord, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt that Jesus asked the question a third time. He said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said, then feed my sheep. Oh, it says, I tell you the truth. When you were young, you were able to do as you like. You dressed yourself and went wherever you wanted to go. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and others will dress you and take you where you don't want to go. Jesus said this to let him know by what kind of death he will glorify God. Then Jesus told him, follow me. Mm. Let me, let me, I, I want to talk about that for a second, right? Because have we all had those moments where you question within yourself, do I love the Lord? Do I love him? Do I love him? And you know what something the Lord has brought to me? Because family, we just a little bit of a, of a, of a, um, testimony, I guess I could say. A lot of times I would come on here, family. My life was in shambles, okay? But like I told you, the Lord said, you got to put you on the back burner. It ain't about you. It's not about you. It's about the sheep. It's about feeding my sheep, right? And what the Lord had placed in my spirit, he told me, he says, you know, when when you are serving a person, even when you are hurting, even when you feel like that person has turned their back on you, or you feel like that person has forsaked you, that is showing love, right? And the Lord, he was speaking of himself when he said it to me, because it was a lot of times, it was a lot of nights that I would be crying out to the Lord, asking him, why aren't you answering me? Lord, why, why, why? Why won't you help me with this? Why does this thorn have to stay here, God? Why can't why can't you just remove just this thorn? Just this one piece, Lord. You can keep the rest of the thorn, but this one part just really hurts Jesus. Can you please remove it? And family, it was nights where the Lord I felt forsaken. You get what I'm saying? I felt like the Lord wasn't listening. I felt like I was just overcome with grief and pain, family. But it's when you take a step back, right? And when you look at those moments and you see, I really do love you because I still didn't fold on you. Even though, Lord, you see the pain, I, I trusted you. Even when I felt like I didn't trust you, I trusted you. You get what I'm saying? I didn't try to take matters into my own hands, but I still said, let your will be done. And I'm speaking because somebody can feel this right now in the name of Jesus. You are sitting in that dark place. And you are saying, but Lord, why hast thou forsaken me? Lord, why have you turned your back on me? Please talk to me. But you know what lesson the Lord was really teaching me? And he's teaching you in 
the in the pain, in that thorn, he's teaching you my grace is all that you need. My power works best in your weakness. Sometimes the, the Lord, he got to show you. I'm not going to say sometimes, it's all the time. The Lord got to show you better than he can tell you. Because if he tells you, it'll go over your head. But if he shows you, you will really see it. You will really hear it when he shows it to you. You get what I'm saying? So you just got to remember his grace. When you feel like you can't get up out the bed, it's in his grace. That you shall get about the bed. When you feel like you don't know if you coming or going. It's his grace that keeps you. In those moments when you feel like you don't want to live anymore. That you just want to go somewhere and die. It's his grace that sustains you. Do you hear what your sis is saying today? In the name of Jesus. It's in those moments. It's in those moments that's worth the most, family. You, you got to see the beauty in the pain. You hear me? The Bible says, he says, I will give you beauty for your ashes. He says, I will give you beauty for your ashes. You got to see the beauty in the ashes, though. You got to see it. And it's a time where you can't see nothing but the pain. But then there's also a time that you will live again that you will see that pain was a purpose that that pain brought so much purpose into my life because that pain is what you're going to use to strengthen your brothers and sisters the pain is what you're going to use to feed the sheep do you hear me (laughs) god is so good he is so good um so let's go to Matthew 26. That's what Matthew 26 family. And let's go down to verse 39. Okay, wait, let's go to verse 38. He told them. My soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Mm. My soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Family, it's in your pain. It's in those moments of pain that you can feel what Jesus just said in the red. You can feel what he just said because there's a time where your soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. He said, stay here and keep watch with me. Just You just want somebody just to stay there. Just stay here and sit in this pain with me. Just stay here. You know, you ever been in that pain where you, you can't even, you can't even say nothing. <laughs> it's like a job. It really is like a job. I can't even, I just want you to sit here and just. Stay here. Don't say nothing. Just sit here. Mm. Come grieve with me. Ooh, I know I felt that. I felt that. I've had moments. But but family, I want you to know something because I've had those moments. And a lot of the time, the only 
one that was sitting with me was the Holy Spirit. Sometimes the only one that was comforting me was the Holy Spirit. The only one who strengthened me was the Holy Spirit. You feel me? I want to keep, let's keep on reading. He went on a little further and bowed down with his face to the ground, praying, my father, if it is possible, where it says he went on a little further and bowed with his face to the ground. Mm. My father, if it is possible, let this cup of suffering be taken away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. You see how even though, even though Jesus knew all that was happening, everything that everything was coming to him was that was about to go on. But he still had to put himself on the back burner. And he said, yeah, I want your will to be done, not mine. He had to put all those emotions that he was feeling, feeling on the back burner. Because we all want to say, I want to follow him. I want to be like him. But how many of us can put ourselves on the back burner? How many of us can do that? How many of us can look past the pain of ourselves and go serve the sheep? Who can do that? You know? Then he returned to the disciples and found them asleep. He said, Peter, couldn't you watch with me even one hour? Keep watch and pray so that you will not give into temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Hmm. But see, see, he was still, still putting himself on a back burner. He said, but Peter, why don't you stay up and pray with me? So you don't give into temptation. You get what I'm saying? He was going through so much, but he still was serving. Who? He still was serving. Then Jesus left them a second time and prayed. My father. If this cup cannot be taken away unless I drink it, your will be done. Mm. Mm. How many of us can say, Lord, <laughs> if this cup of suffering cannot be taken away unless I drink it, your will be done. How many of us can really say that? I will drink up this cup of suffering. I will drink of this cup of suffering. And then it even makes me, as I say this, it makes me go back to the supper. And how he broke the bread. Who he said, This is my body. It was broken for you. And then he gets the he gets the wine. And he, he says, but this is my blood that was poured out for you. Jesus was steady sitting here telling them what was going to happen. He had the cup of suffering right in front of his face. And he still shared it with each and every person at the table. He still broke his body for each and every person at the table. Do you hear me? He looked past himself. Jesus knew. He knew. He knew what was going to happen. But he still said, nevertheless, nevertheless, Lord, I shall bring glory to you, Father. Glorify me so I can give the glory back to you. Mm, 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 mm. He is so good. He is so good, y'all. When he returned 
to them again. He found them sleeping for they couldn't keep their eyes open. So he went to pray a third time saying the same things again. Then he came to his disciples and said, go ahead and sleep, have your rest. But look, the time has come. The son of man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Up, let's be going. Look, my betrayer is here. Mm, 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 mm. My God is such a good God. He is such a good God. He is such a good God because you it's just he didn't have to do it. We see that he was going through it. When you read when you read this verse, you see what he was going through. You can feel his pain. You can bear witness with the pain, you feel me? But he still said, nevertheless. He still said, nevertheless. Oh, he still said it, Joel. He still said it. So now let's go to uh, Matthew 27. And let's go down to verse. Um. Let's go down to verse 45. At noon, darkness fell across. Wait, hold on. Let me read this after KJV because I feel like it's going to hit different after KJV. I told you sometimes the KJV just hit different. Okay? Just hit different. And it says, And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, Lama, Shepherd. Y'all know, y'all see it, y'all. I ain't about to try. <laughs> All right, well, I ain't about to do it to y'all. But what he was saying, right, he said, that is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Who he said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Right. And last week I was on a live. Right. And um, we was we was because we won't go to Psalms 22 in a second. But, you know, what what would keep you? In a, in a forsaken place what makes you not feel the presence of God. Because you got to remember, although Jesus is God, right? He had to separate himself for our sins. It was our sins that separated him, that had to remove him out of the presence of God. It was our sins. It wasn't his. It was ours that had to remove him out of out of um, the presence of God. And I say that because we be so caught up in us, right? But really, let's just think about it. Jesus had to actually remove himself from within himself, right? He had to move himself from within himself because of our sins, because of our sins, not his, ours. So I say that because you gotta look past yourself when you give God your yes when you give him your amen you gotta look past yourself yes you will receive what the canker worm and the locust ate yes you will but it's to glorify God it's to feed the sheep it's to go and tell the sheep that God hears you look what he did for me Remember, we talked about the 10 lepers. The 10 were, were, were healed, but only one came back. You be that one that comes back. 
and gives God the glory that he very much deserves. Right? Who? Mm. But then, all right, let's, guys, I'm going to go back to the NLT. I'm going to go back to the NLT. Um, and then it says, okay. Some of the bystanders misunderstood and thought he was calling for prophet Elijah. One of them ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, holding it up to him on a reed stick so that he could drink it. All right, let me let me read it out the KJV because I really got to set the scene for y'all, right? It says, and straight away, one of them ran and took a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him gave him to drink. The rest said, let be, let us see whether Elias, Elias will come to save him. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the, his go, the ghost. Mm. So when, when, when he, he gave out a loud, he gave out a cry with a loud voice and he gave up his spirit. Because remember, he said, you do not take my life, but I lay my life down, okay? Because can't nobody take his life. He got to lay his life down. So he had to release the ghost. Who, Jesus? He had to release it. Mm. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. And the earth did quake and the rocks rent. And the graves were open, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose and came out of the graves after his resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared unto many. Mm. But I, I, I just want you to realize that all of this pain was for you. All of this pain was for me. All of this what Jesus went through was because of us. It was because he looked past himself. Right? So when you give God your yes, it's a cost. It's a it's no longer you who lives, but it's God who lives through you and does a good work within you to display you to the world. Right? So you going through this dying process. You going through this dying process. And the whole time is so Jesus can live. That That's something you probably ain't know. Or maybe you didn't know. You going through this process so Jesus can live. It's so you, you can be, so you can, you can be dead to yourself and be able to pour yourself out for others. Yes, God will strengthen you. Yes, God will restore you. Yes, God will teach you how to love yourself, but it's so you can go love your brothers and sisters. Oh, Jesus. Let's go to Psalms 22. Um, who and this goes back to this is like um although although <clears throat> David wrote this right 
you got to remember, it was spirit-filled. It was spirit-filled, okay? So, I want, I want to read this, and then we go talk, okay? It says, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Now, where you hear that at? My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far away when I groan for help? Mm. Every day I call to you, my God, but you do not answer. Every night I lift my voice, but I find no relief. Yet you are holy and thrown on the praise, the praises of Israel. Our ancestors trusted in you and you rescued them. Mm, mm, Okay. They cried out to you and were saved. They trusted in you and were never disgraced. But I am a worm and not a man. I am scorned and despised by all. Everyone who sees me mocks me. They sneer and shake their heads saying, is this the one who relies on the Lord? Then let the Lord save him. Mm. But family, like you got to remember Isaiah 53 talks about that Jesus was despised and rejected. So we know, we know that this is the spirit prophesying about Jesus, telling you what's going on. These is the things that Jesus felt. This is how he felt. You got to remember he was fully human. And fully God. So he still dealt with the things we dealt with. But he kept it holy. He kept it holy. Mm. Remember. People did mock him. Remember. Remember they said. Let God save him. Like these things really did happen. So Jesus knows how we felt. This very much well could have been how David felt at that time. But I need you to understand that it is the spirit speaking through David to show you that Jesus knows what you've been through. He knows it very well. I said this before. I don't know if I said it on here or if I said it to somebody I was talking to. But you know how sometimes you're just in so much pain. We just, I just, we just talked about this one part. You know how sometimes you're just in so much pain. You ever been around somebody that's grieving and there's nothing you can say, but you could just sit there with them. It's nothing to say. You just sit there. And sometimes that's what the Holy Spirit does. He's like, I just, he just knows. I just know. You know, I just know, says the Lord. I just know. So when we grieve and sometimes it's just that I know. I know. I know. And it says, if he loves, if the Lord loves him so much, let the Lord rescue him. Yet you brought me safely from my mother's womb and led me to trust you at my mother's breast. I was thrust into your arms at my birth. You have been my God from the moment I was born. Do not stay so far from me, for my trouble is near and no one else can help me. My enemies surround me like a herd of bulls. Fierce bulls of Bashan have hemmed me in. 
Like lions, they open their jaws against me, roaring and tearing into their prey. My life is poured out like water, and all of my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax, melting within me. Mm. My strength has dried up like sun-baked clay. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You have led me in the dust and left me for dead. It says you have laid me in the dust and left me for dead. Who can your spirit bear witness? You ever had that moment where you're like, Lord, I told you I'll follow you. Why am I here? Why are my enemies surrounding me? I just want to, I just want to just die. You ever had one of the moments? I have, I have, I've had one of the moments, family. But it's for a purpose. And, and, And the pain is for a purpose. And when you're in the pain, you don't see the purpose. You just see pain. But the pain is for a purpose. It's for a purpose that's greater than you. Okay? It says, um, and my enemies surround me like a pack of dogs. An evil gang closes in on me. They have pierced my hands and feet. I can count all my bones. My enemies stare at me and gloat. They divide my garments among themselves and throw dice for my clothing. Oh, Lord, do not stay far away. You are my strength. Come quickly to my aid. Save me from the sword. Spare my precious life from these dogs. Snatch me from the lion's jaw and from the horns of these wild oxen. I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will practice you among your assembled. I I said practice. I will praise you among your assembled people. Praise the Lord, all you who fear him. Honor him, all you descendants of Jacob. Show him reverence, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not. Hold on. Hold on, family. Hold on, hold on. My finger made the screen go up. For he has not ignored or belittled the suffering of the needy. He has not turned his back on them, but has listened to their cries for help. The Lord hasn't turned his back on you. He hears you. He sent me here because he hears you. I will praise you in the great assembly. I will fulfill my vows in the presence of those who worship you. The poor will eat and be satisfied. All who seek the Lord will praise him. Their hearts will rejoice with everlasting joy. The whole earth will acknowledge the Lord and return to him. All the families of the nations will bow down before him. For for royal power belongs to the Lord. He rules all the nations. Let the rich of the earth feast and worship. Bow before him all who are mortal, all whose lives will, 
all whose lives will end as dust. Our children will also serve him. Future generations will hear about the wonders of the Lord. His righteous acts will be told to those not yet born. They will hear about everything he has done. Mm. Family, Lord, if there's anything else you want me to speak to your children, let there be, okay, Lord, let it be, let it be so. In the name of Jesus, Lord, but family, I just want you to know the pain is for a purpose. When you surrender to God, And when you give him your yes, nobody ever told you it was going to be rainbows and daisies after that. But Jesus said you would have many sorrows and trials. But take heart because he has overcome the world. You will overcome. Hold your peace. Even if you just got a tiny bit of peace, hold your peace. Hold it. Because weeping may last for a moment, okay? It might go through the night. But joy will come in the morning, family. I am here to testify about that. Joy comes. It seems like the weeping is forever. <laughs> the eye going to fraud you. It seems like the weeping is forever. But I'm telling you. Joy is coming in the morning. And, and it could just switch like that, right? Like the weather where I live at, one day is 70 degrees, next day is snowing. We just it just was snowing um on what was that Saturday? And it was funny because my sisters had stopped over and then um I wanted to make some chicken and they was all leaving. They had stuff to do, they was booked. But we all had left back out at the same time. And when I went outside, my snow was covering my car. It was I had to go really clean off my windows and stuff of my car. And I remember I had asked them. I was like, "Was it like this when y'all got here?" And they was like, "No, it just happened all of a sudden." And that's how fast the the seasons can change that suddenly for you. That suddenly it can change. You get what I'm saying? You know how fast seasons can change. You think it's spring and then it start, it, then winter come again. You be like, well, dang, it was just 70 yesterday. Now it's 38, you know? Just that fast is how fast the Lord will change your seasons. Just trust him. Trust him with your pain. Trust him with that. Trust that you are in his hand and he will not drop you. Trust that when you go through the rivers of difficulty, he will not let you drown. When you walk in through that valley with the shadow of death, that means sh- the shadow of death, that means death right there. You shall fear no evil. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, fam, just trust God. Just trust him, family. Just trust him, okay? I, family, trust him. I can understand I do understand, but I I understand your pain is what I'm saying. But I also, if you take a step back, right? Have you ever had one of the moments where you're just like, I want to give up. I'm not, I, I can't do this. This is too hard. God, 
maybe I didn't hear God right. Maybe, maybe I'm just trying to make this work. Maybe this ain't what God wanted. Maybe this is just my feelings and my emotions, you know, but then it's a still, a, it's still that, that, that voice within you that strengthens you that says, no, keep going. That says, no, God wants you to do this. No, God will. He will sustain all of your needs. Yes, God's grace will be sufficient. Family, that's the Holy Spirit. That's the comforter. That's the comforter comforting you. Okay? That was, that's what keeps making you going. That's what pleads for you. That you shall not lose the faith. You hear me? <laughs> God is so good. Because remember, Jesus, I pleaded with you. I pleaded for you that you shall not lose faith. So when you hear that pleading going on with you, keep on going. Don't give up. Hold your peace. Remember, remember, remember what God said in this verse. Remember, God said those that take shelter in the most high. Remember, remember when you got scriptures coming to you, when you're in your lowly place, that's the comforter speaking to you. And family, it took for one day for me to really sit back and the Lord brought it to me. This whole time I was comforting you in that season. That was me. In those seasons, I despised when the sun rise. I just wanted it to be night and I wanted to go to sleep. I didn't want to be up. It was the Holy Spirit that got me through the day. It was the comforter that got me through the day. Okay. I remember one time getting out of my bed and I didn't want to get up. And I said, because I was just in so much grief. And I remember I, I just said to the Lord, I said, I don't want to get up. But if you hold my hand, I'll go. I'll get up if you hold my hand. But I don't want to go. I don't want to. I don't even want to go to the kitchen, Lord. And family, I got out the bed. And that's because the Lord, he held my hand. He picked me up. He he did more than hold my hand. He carried me. Ooh, he carried me throughout the day. Because he knew I didn't have the strength. Oh, Jesus. Ooh, I'm a, I ain't going to cry, y'all. I ain't going to cry today. But But he carried me. It wasn't even me. It wasn't even me. It was him who carried me. Because I didn't have the strength within me to do it. And I say that because somebody needed to feel that. The Lord will carry you throughout the days. He has. Just open your eyes and see all that the Lord has done for you. Think about those times that you had your enemies surrounding you. Telling you you're not going to make it. Give up. You are going to die. You aren't worth it. You aren't worthy. The Lord doesn't care about you. He doesn't love you. You don't know him. You don't hear his voice. Think about those times you felt that. But did you ever think about what kept you going? What kept you going? It was the comforter. (laughs) The comforter is what kept you going. I love God so much because it was the comforter that kept you going. Did you know that? Did you know it was the comforter? It was. 
So, family, I'ma let y'all go. I love y'all so, 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 so much. I pray that this word has blessed you in the name of Jesus. We dropping banger after banger after banger. Okay. (laughs) I just, Lord, family, I just pray that the Lord just speaks to you so clearly. I pray that you begin to hear his voice. So clearly, the way he speaks to you, you know, his voice to you. I pray that you begin to hear it, that it intensifies, that it um magnifies, that you hear him loud and clearly in the name of Jesus. I pray that you go back and you read these scriptures and you allow the Lord to speak to you about what you are going through. You feel me? Because I'm not all-knowing. But God is. He's all-knowing. And I pray that you go back and you read these verses with him. And he pulls out what you, the very part you needed to hear. I pray that he pulls that out for you in the name of Jesus. Do not give up. Hold your peace. Hold your peace. You hear me? Do not give up. Do not give up. You are more than a conqueror. Do you hear me? If God before you, who can be against you? Say that. If God before me, who can be against me? Nobody. (laughs) If you got God on your side, can't nobody. The weapons will form, but they shall not prosper. They can't prosper. Because God before you. So nothing can be again. Even the weapons got to be for you. Even family, I cannot wait until because we got big things coming. And I just cannot wait to commune and fellowship with y'all. Because it's some big kingdom things coming to within her beauty. And I just cannot wait. Because family, yes, is though she don't look like what she been through. You can look at me and you, I don't look like what I've been through. Okay. That's glory be to God. That's glory be to God. Okay. So I can't wait to just fellowship and commune with y'all, you know, family. But um, I love y'all so much. So, 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 so much. Keep your head up so your crown don't slip. You got this. The Holy Spirit is within you. The same spirit that rose Christ from the dead is living in you, okay? So hold your peace. Hold your peace. Hold your peace, okay? Hold your peace. Okay, family? So, let's say this together. I love you. But most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.